Hi, Max Clark. This is 20 Minutes Max, and I'm going to show you how we built a stay-in-touch system in HubSpot to manage hundreds and hundreds of contacts. So I've got a demo account on HubSpot. This works on any license of HubSpot, which is phenomenal. Um, Salesforce, you have to be on a higher license in order to implement lists. So that's why I'm not showing you a demo here because I don't have a, an account. So this is a test account for HubSpot. You can see it has a bunch of um, just sample data. The way I generated that was by going in and actually just use ChatGPT. And by the way, here's uh, here's the prompt: prepare a CSV with contacts. Um, create. Uh, we want first name, last name, email address, phone number. We want it formatted in a specific way. If you haven't used ChatGPT for stuff like this, it's actually pretty fantastic because we'll just generate and create um, a bunch of test data that we can then copy and paste directly into um, an import tool. The way this works is we're going to create a series of lists in. HubSpot. The lists are going to do some special stuff for us. So what we start with is in contacts, we can come down here to lists. And right now we see all lists is blank. So we're going to create, we're going to create a few lists. And so we're going to create, you know, we're, we're going to call list A, um, very important. Let's call this one every couple of weeks. This list is going to be a static list. Go back to lists. I'm going to save this list here. That's important. Back to lists. Create another list. Again, static list. By the way, contact-based is what we want for these things. Save list. Um, we're going to create a list called D demoted, save list. And now we're going to create a special list. We're going to create C standard. Okay. This one is going to be an active list. It's the only active list that we've created so far. And you're going to see why. So in this active list, we can now create filters. <laughs> And a filter is going to be, um, we're going to say we want to create a filter based on a company records. So we're going to look for company type. And we want the company type to probably be, in this case, um, a prospect or a customer. I don't think I have customers defined yet in HubSpot. I do not. So when you create this, and you can see automatically, instantaneously, it's creating uh, and showing you a preview of the list. Now, um, a second filter that might be good to create is uh, contact properties. You might want to do an owner is yourself. Now, in this case, I own everything in this um, in this demo instance, so this isn't going to really matter. I'm going to get rid of this filter. I'm going to create this filter. I'm going to create a saved list at this point. Now, if we go back to lists and we let this finish propagating and creating, you're going to see... Our static, we have three static lists, and we have one active list. Now, the way this works is, and this list is still processing, so we're gonna come back to this in a moment. Back to lists, we're gonna have to let this run. So when we look at a contact, when we come here, we're gonna go to our contacts, and we're just gonna grab the first contact. On the right side, when we look at the contact record in HubSpot, we see list membership. And by default, because we created this just with a filter for everyone, you know, um, within companies of, of a prospect type, Sophia is a member of the standard list. We can decide that Sophia is somebody that we should talk to every couple of weeks. We create, and we're going to move um, Sophia. We're going to create a list here in, in A, and this is now a static list. We've made this decision. Let's go ahead and click back. We can click, uh, we can go back to example corporation. 
Um, let's grab another contact. Let's grab Olivia. We're going to say, Olivia, Olivia, you should be in a list. You're going to be in the be important list. And then let's go back here to contacts and let's grab Abigail. Abigail, sorry, Abigail, we just didn't work out. We don't need to talk very often. We're going to put you into the demoted list here. Okay. <clears throat> now, if you notice here, we need to make a change here to our standard list because as we've added into our static lists, they haven't left here. So in this case, what we're going to do is we're going to come back to static list, do edit filter, and we're going to create a filter here. And we're going to say list. We're going to say search and list membership. And we want to say is not a member of. Actually, I think we can do it's all in one shot. We can do B and we can do D. And remember, we want to come here by default, it says member of list. We want it to be not a member of list, not a member of list. So now we have our filter for the standard list. Contact is associated to any company, type is prospect, and then list membership, not a member of A, B, or C, or D. And we do this because once we create those lists, we don't want them to be in both places. So now this is, list is going to process again. We go back to our list and we look at somebody that we added to one of the other ones. We look at Sophia and we come down. Now Sophia is only a member of one list, only in the A list. Now, if I took Sophia out of A, this contact record would automatically be added back into the, um, the standard list, the C list. Okay, so now at this point, we're going to have a list that's still processing. So here's our standard list. Here's our demoted. Here's our important. And here's our very important. If we were to come here at this point, look at very important, we're going to see Sophia in this very important list. We've got Olivia here in this other one. Let's come here. We'll just go through standard. We'll just randomly grab some more people. First time you create a filter, and you add people to these filters, they do take some time to come through and process. Okay, we're just gonna go through and just grab a few names really quickly here and just randomly assign them to different lists. So this next step makes more sense. So as you're interacting with contacts, what you would do here is you would update and add records into your lists as it made sense for you based on what kind of outreach you want to prompt yourself for. And see so what I'm going to do here is I'm just going to take and add create some data. obviously no rhyme or reason to what I'm doing right now because this is all test data. But in your CRM, you would do this a little more intentionally. It's important to keep um, a list as a catch-all. So that's why we have the one active list with um, everyone in it. So that way we always have some default outreach defined and then we'll put this one here. Okay, so we've added a bunch of lists here. So now we have some lists. Now, so for this point, 
we could use, and you could use these lists to um, take care and do what you want. What I recommend is creating a last list. And this will be an, um, let's just say, stay in touch. This is going to be an active list, and we're going to make lists of lists. Probably got this from beforehand a little bit. This is where we get some real fun stuff. So we're going to create a list membership. In this case, it's very important. And we have a record, an, op, an option in, um, we have to go to contact properties. So last contacted. Now, because I don't have any data and this import into HubSpot was brand new, this is going to show when we build these rules, they're not going to come up and we're not going to have data in it, but that's going to be okay. So in here, we're going to say last contacted is more than, in this case, we'll say one day ago for our A-list. We're going to create another filter group. In this case, we're going to want um, list membership. B, I could say last contacted is more than, let's say one month ago. Now, you can see here it shows days and days from now, but if you do this and you say 30 days ago, it'll give you what you're looking for. So group C, so list membership B, C, we want to say, oops, we want that filter there. We want this one. Contact properties. I'm doing this from memory. Last contacted. What do we do? 60 days is more than 180 days ago. And add filter group. List membership. D. Okay. And for a D group, we want to add filter, contact properties, last contacted is more than, in this case, let's say 270 days ago. So if we look at our filters at this point, we can see list membership is a member of a very important list, was last contacted more than one day ago. Uh, you're probably going to want to set this for every week every two weeks, every three weeks, whatever whatever cadence. So the, the, the important thing what we're doing here is we're building um, a list with cadences to prompt engagement. So here, group two, list member of B, important, 30 days, standard. You know, I've got this set right now for every six months. Or group, uh, group D, uh, 270 days ago. So we can now save this list. And let's see if this processes anything and creates any records. I'm going to pause this recording for a moment and let this thing, um, actually, I don't know if I can pause this in a way that makes sense here. Let's go back to our lists. So you can see here now, we're starting to get calculations of size, how many people are important, how many are in the different, you know, different lists, standard list, what's actually going on here. Are they used in other places? In this case, it's showing used in, because it's used as a filter group for our active list. So we can see here um, how these lists actually apply to each other. Now, 
you can see here we don't have any uh, data. Now the reason why we don't have any data is um, what we should actually do is we should create another or. So I'll show this or filter group list membership it's a contact properties last contacted is unknown. So I've added this one because in HubSpot, if you don't have any contact, if you don't have any, any records whatsoever, any activity on a contact, um, it's last contacted won't um, actually create or match properly. And um, I've noticed that just actually creating and, and doing this last contacted is unknown will actually generate and build data out for you. So let's let this come back here. So now we see our last con stay in touch now has four records. Let's let this build. Hmm. Is it not displaying? do this just while it's thinking just so we can get some demo and test data here I like any of the Jeopardy theme song playing in the background there we go so we have data for these users now if I went through this and did the same thing I'll just take um, this group two, which is this everybody in be important. I'll go ahead and update this as well. Now there's a couple of ways that you can take and work in these lists once you create them. And Salesforce, uh, if you're on an edition that has a sales console, you can actually apply and take the sales console and, and put it directly into, um, uh, create the list, feed the list into the sales console, and then have effectively like a dialer list out of that sales console. And HubSpot, HubSpot doesn't do the same thing here. You notice that like it doesn't actually prompt or format these phone numbers in a way that we can just do a click to dial. So you can either click into these records one at a time and then interact with them. You can um, select all, and if you've got uh, sequences enabled, you can enroll them into a sequences, or you can create tasks. So you know these tasks could be create tasks to call. Uh, there's no cues, obviously, in this test instance. I want to do this. Uh, I want to call them today, right? So create your tasks. Go to your tasks. Oh, we can skip our tour here. And then now we have this task set up that if we we can start our three tasks. Oh, I'm not, again, I'm on the free version, so I don't have this button. We would start our three tasks. And HubSpot at that point will give us what looks like a, um, um, it'll just run us through the queues. So it'll prompt the contact record. Then you have the option to complete the task and just click next and click next and click next and click next. And you work through the tasks. I found that actually creating uh, a call task for each one of the records in the list at the beginning of the week, for instance, 
and then running through those tasks in a given week it seems to be a pretty decent workflow to use and implement if you're not using sequences. So this is a really simple example of how you would use HubSpot to create and manage your stay in touch. Um, and then as you're building up and you have more and more contacts, in this case, we've got 29 contacts and now our lists are populated. We've got a few in each one. We've got our catch all list and then we have our stay in touch with filters. And then this will give you the ability to actually designate and say, how often do you want to outreach to a contact that you have? Uh, you can apply this however you want. If, if you're using different um, types in your companies, use a different type. If you want a different interval, use a different interval. Um, what's nice about, again, when you're building these lists with HubSpot, this is an active list that doesn't give you uh, any options. But if you were to come over here and look at the stay in touch list, we could actually test a contact and we could put a contact in and say, you know, what is going on with Sophia and why does Sophia match or not match? In this case, Sophia matches this last one that I had with no um, contact activity. I found that when we're building out initially using these test, um, these test contacts is invaluable. That's it. That's what I got for you today. I hope this helps and, um, you're able to implement this and, and use it successfully.